0: You just heard Fruit Bats by Freeds, who's here now for a bit of a chat. Hey, thanks for being here. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> you have been releasing music now for a couple of years. Your first one, I'm not sure, came out in 2017. Yeah. And then your first EP, Baby Steps, you put out last year. Do you think that a lot or anything has changed for you since then, musically speaking, I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure. Actually, funny thing, I've actually been releasing music for even longer than that, Um, but um, the previous projects that I released, I kind of um, just took down, and this was like before Spotify and stuff, so that's why they're actually not up there. But, yeah, over the years, my sound has definitely uh, evolved a lot. So even since I'm not sure, I think I was still – just even sonically, like um, my voice hadn't developed as much to, to where it's at now, um, which I think just came with a lot of practice and um, a lot of work at like singing and stuff like that. Because um, mm-hmm. I've never I've never been a singer. Um, I've always just been a rapper. So when I did like I'm not sure and stuff, I was quite heavily influenced by hip hop and by artists like Chance the Rapper and um, Kendrick and and Mac Miller and stuff. Um, And I still am to some extent, but yeah, I just think um, I was probably still sitting somewhere in that like hip hop landscape. Um, And I was still singing and stuff and my music was still melodic, but um, I guess from then until uh, like my EP last year um, and like the the recent singles like Fruit Bats and stuff, mm. um, I've definitely found more of a pocket and, you know, my voice is just like naturally developed into um, its own thing um, over that time. Um, and also I've just kind of started to try and situate myself in more of like an indie pop world um that's still like draws on hip-hop but um just a little bit more um in between genres I guess uh yeah. and that's probably just come about from um like the music that um I've been listening to and just uh I don't know like probably it's just in me to not really well, it's definitely in me to to not really want to like stick to one definitive sound or anything. Like I've always kind of um, chopped and changed and tried different things, and I guess I've just been doing that enough to the point where it led me to to like Fruit Bats and and what I'm doing now.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. So that was that was a
1: long answer. <laughs> no,
0: nah, I, I love it. It's really interesting. It's it's cool to think about the way that the maybe the stuff that you're listening to also then bleeds into the kind of music that you make. Like totally. In, yeah. Yeah. Thinking back to high school, like were you listening to a lot of hip hop, do you think? And that yeah it yeah, was influencing. For sure.
1: Um yeah, I pretty much fell in love with hip hop um when I when I hit high school. Um yeah, I mean I was always listening to to a bit of other stuff as well. Um like pop and r&b and like random um rock songs and stuff but yeah i mainly um gravitated towards hip hop and i guess like i'd never really been a singer so rapping was something that i felt like oh i can do that and i was Mm -hmm. always like into um lyrics and and poems and and wordplay and um like i guess that was like a way that i loved to kind of express myself creatively um, even before high school. So it kind of just naturally happened that um, I started doing it. Um, I started rapping and stuff. So, Hmm. yeah, but I I was listening to a lot of hip-hop in high school. Um, But, like, I think over time um, just even developing a bit more confidence as a singer um, has allowed me to kind of venture into new territory as well because I never really – had that, um, self-belief in a way, like in my voice, um, you know, like I would have loved to write like a Beatles or Paul Simon type song, like, um, you know, back when I was doing, I'm not sure and stuff, but I just, my mind didn't really go there because I didn't have the the skill set. Um, I guess. Yeah.
0: It's very great. Very great. <laughs> it's very great to hear <laughs> um that, that works that's, <laughs> yeah that's,
1: that's English <laughs>
0: <laughs> um to hear you singing a bit more on the on the new stuff that I think are going to be part of your second EP um because yes I love it you have a great voice so it's it's good that you've you have kind of found the confidence to integrate that a bit more
1: yeah yeah like I definitely have come a long way um in terms of my voice and stuff but um probably as you can um tell from some of the stuff I sing about like there is still a lot of um like self-doubt and stuff like that and I find myself like comparing myself to other people more than I should be and stuff so yeah I mean it, it goes both ways like um you know sometimes I feel really confident um in my voice and other times I'm like oh my god I'm like nowhere near as good as that person but Mm -hmm. um so some of the one of the things that probably gave me a little bit more confidence was just like the new wave of of bedroom pop and stuff that you know kind of came about in the last like five years or whatever it is and like just the the rawness of of that type of music and the fact that like you know you don't have to be like a trained singer to, to sing, I guess, um, and, like, have songs that resonate with people, so. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and I think one of the things that really lends itself to that, like, that kind of feeling of authenticity in your music is your lyrics. Something that I noticed with Fruit Bats, which I thought was really interesting, is that, like, at first when I was listening to it, it just sounded quite upbeat and, like, quite sunny and, like, fun, And then I honed in on the lyrics and I was like, oh, like there's some darker stuff going on. Like there Mm. there are some really interesting lines about feeling unfulfilled and kind of the maybe iffy choices that we sometimes make when we're trying to like fill those gaps, you know, and like looking back on that, you know. Um, Which, yeah, yeah, the contrast that you have in that song, did you choose to do that or did that just happen while you were making it?
1: Yeah, um, no, that was a conscious decision but like um like it's not like I necessarily um thought when I was making the song oh I'm gonna do this it's Mm -hmm. just something that's kind of naturally um worked its way into my music um which I like if I tried to break it down like I don't know the exact like answer but it would probably be um it would probably be something like the fact that I really resonate with music that kind of has a nice like feel to it and like has that like optimistic um, uh, vibe to it. Mm -hmm. But then, then so so then like taking that and, you know, flipping it in a way um, that kind of, that's always really resonated with me because I feel like it's a lot easier to digest when like the music feels good. um, And then I can kind of like get my message across. Um, But like, obviously um, I've written plenty of like super sad songs and stuff as well. But um, I guess just more in more recent times, like I just, I'm really just into the, the playful, like summary kind of feels. And then like, um, and then just kind of being emotive on it and, like, you know, talking about, like, some darker things over it. Um, so it's, like, that contrast, that, like, juxtaposition, I guess, um, yeah, between light and dark. And I think that, like, that's really important in, in music and in songs is, like, having those contrasting elements. Um, yeah. And, like, that's, like, the same thing when you're, like, um meshing genres together and and whatever so it's like if something leans one way then I always want to try and like bring something else to it to um balance it out I guess and like give it more of like a multi-dimensional um thing to it so I, I think it's cool when when artists sing sad stuff over happy beats or whatever yeah, it's not like it, it's definitely like conscious that um, I think it's just like naturally happened over time, and it's not like before I go into the studio or when I'm in the studio and I'm like got this song idea, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take it here. It's more just something that naturally happens now. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like it it, it gives it more layers. Um, totally. Like. Yeah, I mean, a happy happy song with happy lyrics is is great as well, but <laughs> I think it's, like, nice when there's, like, more to it.
0: Yeah, and it's cool as well. It's kind of, like, similar in the way that you're not really interested in sticking to any one box of, like, a genre. You're kind of crossing a lot of different genres and then also you're, like, crossing the boundaries between what is a happy song and what is a sad song, you know, and it, it's not, totally. maybe it's something completely else, you know, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, it's definitely taken a bit of time to even find like a way to do it that still is going to like sound cohesive and like it's the same artist as well because um, yeah. I do think, um, you know, sometimes you, things can start to sound like, Two different artists, but I think like um, that's something that I've been like learning to to be able to do better. And just like um, I think the, the voice of the artist and the personality is always going to be able to like tie those things together. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely still still working at like um, yeah, just that that whole thing of like mixing mixing different genres and and drawing from different places but then also wanting it to feel like this is the same artist yeah um because I did go through a bit of a thing like even last year when um I released some of the songs off Baby Steps like I did feel like I was going from like a clean polished like pop trap song to like a um bluesy indie pop song or something um that was a bit more lo-fi, and I kind of started to realize like the more the more songs I wrote, I started to realize um, like the best way that I could kind of bring everything together. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at now and um and that's where I'm at with this e p so yeah it's it's exciting
0: yeah it's it's interesting hearing you talk about um the kind of evolution of you as an artist and then also as a person really because it, it makes me think of um, Wallace Parade a bit and it's like yeah. there's this bit of sweetness in kind of looking back on your childhood and like being a kid drawing cartoons in your room and, yeah, mm. you're kind of reflecting on that. And so if you're thinking about where you were to where you are now, do you feel like you've kind of outgrown that kid or are you still him?
1: Um. Definitely a a mix of both. Like I always kind of feel um, young inside and like a bit of a kid and I still have, I think that's always going to be in me and my my personality. Um, But then obviously like as you get older and stuff, um, just like the the realities of of life and the pressures of life and stuff are also going to work their way into your psyche and and stuff so um yeah it's it's definitely like sometimes I feel like a sad old man and <laughs> other times I feel like a, a young kid who's got his whole life ahead of him so um yeah it's definitely a mix of both I am a Libra by the way so everything I say is is always just like yeah um there's no yes or no it's just like <laughs> balanced um some of this Classic. and some of that, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the truth really. Um, yeah. And I, and I do feel like, especially in my music, um, that childhood um, nostalgic kind of energy um, or persona, like always comes out, um, you know, on the right songs and stuff. So, but yeah, definitely. It's definitely a bit of both. Um, yeah. I,
0: yeah I really enjoy the kind of playfulness that your music has that's one of the things I think I noticed first is like even when you are tackling yeah. like adult <laughs> themes
1: yeah <laughs> totally.
0: there's there's like still like a childhood playfulness to it that's really fun yeah. yeah yeah um and that is as well like you know like that that's a bit of an
1: intentional thing but it's it's kind of again just a thing that comes from my personality and um, Mm. I've always just been a bit of a lighthearted, like quirky, um, silly kind of person. And yeah, I guess um, I'm even, even when I'm like being self-reflective or like self-deprecating or whatever it is, Mm. I'm still able to like um, express it in, in that kind of way as well. Um, You know, like sometimes, I might just be like all the way like sad, but like other times I do think it's it's cool to to express um those darker things and, and sadder f- emotions and stuff um in that kind of tongue in cheek, like quirky um kind of way. Um and that's just that's just cause that's just me. Like it's mm-hmm. not I'm not like trying to um do that for any kind of reason it's just kind of my personality
0: yeah just happens naturally yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah. Mm um for sure yeah
0: um i was wondering if there's any memory that comes to mind of like a random time or place that you were just struck by a song idea or is it usually that your songwriting is pretty intentional um
1: like i can't think of like a specific um strange place or anything that like a song idea is particularly struck me but um you know a lot of the time it's it's when you're kind of on your own and and you've got a bit of time to reflect and um a bit of time to like spend with yourself um mm. that like you know th- those ideas will kind of come to you like it can be on a on a plane or uh, actually transport is a. Uh, is one that like seems to inspire
0: what do you think it is about transport that makes you get into that headspace
1: that's a good question um there's something about transport that just has like a watching watching life go by kind of watching the world around you kind of feel to it like you know what I mean um and like you can't like, if you're by yourself, you can't talk to anyone and you have to be silent. Um, so, yeah, I guess I guess you're, like, forced into your... Reflection. Your, yeah, into reflection. And, like, you're you also, like, you're moving along and you're seeing, like, things around you and um, you're taking it in. And um, there's a little bit more presence there, I guess. Um, mm. So... Hey, that's, that's my um, hypothesis. I don't know if it's any, <laughs> any good. <but laughs>
0: yeah. What we are talking about with you and crossing boundaries, you know, there has to be something in there with being on a train and like crossing boundaries or any kind of um, transportation being kind of like a liminal space, like you're between places, you know?
1: This mm. is me reading
0: real deep into it, but I like yeah, I like crossing yeah, the, like the intersection, like the intersection
1: mm. of genres. Yeah. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah the in- it's it's I one big intersection metaphor. of happy, sad. Yeah. It's all one big, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always yeah. the in between spaces. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> um, Love it. I have to say, it's hard to pick a favorite, but I have been loving Seafoam Green. I don't know, it's so catchy. There's something about the song that just makes me want to listen to it, like, a few times on repeat. Like, it's not one that I've been Thank getting you. sick of. Well, yeah, well, welcome.
1: that's so nice <laughs> to hear. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, but also, like, oh, my God, the video for this is amazing. And I have to ask, like, how, because that looks like so much fun to film. Was it actually fun? It was. Yeah? It was so much fun,
1: yeah. That's, like, the first time that I've proper, properly worked with, like, a video crew. And like had a whole team of people um, to produce a video, so it was really exciting because it just resulted in like a much better end product. Mm-hmm. Um, the video was, yeah, it was it was so much fun to film. Like a, a lot of the ideas and aesthetics in the video, um, that all came from me. And and um, when I first envisioned it with seafoam green like I just had this vision of um me on the beach in like total grandpa get up um, yeah smoking a cigarette with like (laughs) a cup of tea um like on the deck chair like the umbrella like the whole shebang um and that's another thing with like the contrast that um we keep coming back to like why am I in like a knitted sweater and pants on the beach sipping a hot tea? Mm. Um, Like that's the type of um, juxtaposing humorous thing that like I wanted to bring into, into the video and into the aesthetic. Like, um, so I had that kind of vision. And then a lot of other ideas we sifted through and eventually we like landed on kind of what you saw, which is like Freed's in, different locations and as kind of, like, um, different versions of of myself and that's like, ties in with the whole deja vu thing. The puppet idea was Yeah, I love the
0: puppet. Um, (laughs) It's great. Yeah,
1: because I just wanted there to be, like, a weird or, like, wacky kind of element to the video and that that worked out really well and it was hilarious to film. Like, I was having, like... (laughs) A lot of the time I was just standing around um, while they were like fixing the puppet and like getting the diorama kind of ready. And I was just like cracking up um, with like the puppet dancing and like we put a cigarette in it. I was trying to figure out how
0: the cigarette was smoking, like with the puppet. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) I, (laughs) I know it's, it's funny. Like we literally just lit it and because the paper was like burning it yeah. just had smoke coming from it so, so I good. thought that was hilarious um <clears throat> and yeah so it, it was a lot of fun to film that video actually I, I had a great time and um I like can't wait to to do a lot more videos I've got like so many ideas now and I just <laughs> want to keep on leveling up
0: cool can't wait to see them um thank you with Seafoam Green as well I think it if anyone has dealt with any kind of anxiety or even just like anyone knows what it's like to overthink stuff sometimes, even if it's something yeah. as, that can be as mundane and silly as like feeling overwhelmed with trying to pick something to watch on Netflix yeah. or something like that, you yeah. know, and like just not being able For to sure. decide.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but was that something that you wanted to explore with this song? Is that something that is kind of close to you personally?
1: yeah yeah definitely um i think um it was kind of like uh an amalgamation of the anxiety and like um i guess other like mental health things um and yeah just like the the whole idea of, of the deja vu thing like that i'm talking about in the chorus is, is kind of like me um running into myself and and running into familiar um, like this familiar version of myself these like familiar problems um, and so like you know the anxiety and the overthinking like fall into that and like the, um, the self-doubt and like the feeling like I haven't um, gotten anywhere sometimes and I've been doing this like for so long which is like the opening line of the song and I really love that like the power in that line um how'd you go so far to get nowhere um yeah so it's like all those things like combined like it wasn't like I'm just talking about um like anxiety or overthinking like it's kind of like a a mix of of different things um and I just wanted to like bring in all those feelings um together and and then kind of like sum it up in that chorus of like um. Oh, here I am
0: again kind of thing um, yeah.
1: so yeah
0: mm. it's yeah it's really interesting hearing so many artists feel like there's this huge pressure to kind of make it when you're really young
1: yeah like I definitely feel a lot of a lot of pressure and um, and I do have a lot of pressure from from people around me and like my family, like my mom, my dad, like they're all very like old school um traditional um Jewish parents who are like, "You need to like uh become a doctor or whatever it is, like yeah. you need to have have security um so you know just just that and and the fact that like I'm constantly like just with social media these days like I'm constantly seeing young artists who are like 10 years younger than me and like killing it um and like super talented and it does definitely um take a toll on me and like um yeah just how I feel about where I'm at and like um yeah but but then like at the end of the day I think um I, I try to remind myself that, that I'd be, you know, I'm, I'm making music for me and I'm making music regardless of, of like whether I make it or my age or anything. Yes. It's like um, very daunting because I have been like um, chasing this as a career for, for a while and um, trying to make it work. And like the anxiety of like, what will I do if it doesn't? And when should I like, make that decision and that that definitely creeps in the older you get Um, Mm. but like I do try and um, remind myself that like this is this is what I enjoy doing and and especially that um, everyone's on on their own path and like some things happen super quickly for people and other things take a long time and you know there's there's different pros and cons for that so the fact that I am even still doing this um actually amazes me like when I think about it, because like it just shows such persistence and um yeah just uh not giving up in like doing following like what you what you believe in and and what you yeah. love doing so it's yeah it's a double edged sword but i I definitely feel a lot of the um the pressures um externally and and from and then in turn like in my within myself um and yeah it's it's just like trying to trying to just be okay with that I guess um yeah. but it's it's a tough one yeah mm-hmm. it, it is um
0: it's hard eh, not comparing yourself to <laughs> everyone around you you know yeah yeah I'm
1: I'm terrible at when it comes to that I'm like I compare myself way too often and I have good people um like my manager and and other people who like kind of you know remind me not uh to to quit it and um Mm. to focus on on myself and yeah
0: I actually saw a um A TikTok the other day and who would have thought that TikTok was like a wealth of wisdom, but it's made me (laughs) feel so good about life and where I'm at. Yeah. It was like, you're only going to get older. So at what point do you decide that you're old and then just spend the rest of your life being old? Like if you Mm. just, you're old when you're 25, okay. Have fun being old for the next like 50 years of your life. Like, why would (laughs) you? Totally.
1: Like, exactly. It's all, it's all a perspective it doesn't really matter um you know how old you are if you kind of you feel like young on the inside I guess yeah um
0: oh yeah I want to be a young 80
1: for sure for sure I'm I'm the exact same um because I mean it would just be depressing otherwise (laughs) like I don't I don't want to ever like yeah succumb to to my age like I just yeah definitely um I think I'm just going to feel like this, you know, forever.
0: Yeah. You might wear the grandpa vest, but you don't have to be the grandpa. Yeah.
1: 100%. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm even going to dress the same when I'm 80. So Yeah. Nothing's yeah. changing, really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Talking about making the most of things, uh, I've been thinking about how sad it is a little bit to see all the shows that have been cancelled um, yet again, which, you know, yeah Big bummer there so I won't ask you because it would be you know what's the word
1: a harsh reminder
0: <laughs> a harsh reminder yeah it would be basically <laughs> it'd be a, a sword in the wound or whatever yeah. I don't know salt in the wound yeah salt in the wound sword, sword? yeah i
1: well.
0: <laughs> stick a sword in your side um no but yeah I can't really ask you what gigs you have coming up because I highly highly doubt that there are any. But can you tell me about the last one you did?
1: Yeah, I think the last one I did was um oh that was at the Workers Club supporting Harper Bloom um
0: oh no way so
1: yeah, do you know her?
0: I interviewed her last semester. Oh, cool yeah, oh
1: no shit all right um yeah, so i um I played that show at the workers Club um. Do you know The Workers?
0: Yeah, yeah. Good good venue. Um, Good vibe.
1: Yeah, it was great. It was fun. Um, I totally kind of messed up Fruit Bats. It was the last song in the set list and I kind of, like, sung the wrong part over the wrong, like, part of the song. Um, And then I just, like, basically had to own it and was just, like, I, I, like, told everybody, like, uh, I just, like, majorly effed that up, but, like, whatever. I was still, like, dancing around and, like, finish the song. But, yeah, it was good, and I really liked um, Harper Bloom's music. Um, so – and it was, a, it was a good crowd. It was – I think it was sold out. Um, awesome. But, yeah, and I, I was meant to um, do another show at the Workers' Club that's, that got rescheduled, like, three times. Um <sighs> That's and awesome. they're actually a band from Sydney. Yeah. So I don't think that's happening for a long time now. Um yeah. but it was like they just happened to like catch the the random um uh lockdown, like uh what's it called? Lockdown? Like um yeah, the the spur of the moment lockdown thing, snap lockdown. Um and they just like that happened like twice in a row for them and yeah, we rescheduled a bit. But yeah, so yeah. I'm um you know i look forward to to playing again but um also like it will it, it is kind of cool to be able to have a lot more music um that i'll be able to perform and um yeah. just spend a bit more time like crafting um songs and and getting more more material um kind of ready and stuff for when I do return to the big stage
0: (laughs) yeah totally actually do you have a I know you've got the second EP kind of on the way um do you have any hopes to release it this year or are you kind of leaving it pretty open yeah
1: um no I definitely want to release it this year I'm hoping to um I'm basically just like finishing it off at the moment um so it's uh, it's six songs and um, three of them have been released already, like they're the other mm-hmm. singles, um, Fruit Bats, Wallis Prade, Seafoam. Um, so I'm hoping to have that, like, fully finished in the next um, six weeks, like completely um, finished product. And then I'm, like, planning to put it out um, straight away. So, yeah, I, I don't have a set in stone release date but I'm thinking probably in October sometime yeah
0: cool that's not so far away
1: it's not and my oh. birthday is in October so maybe maybe I can do a birthday uh, hey. release date yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great yeah yeah you can I'll do be-
1: a um a lockdown listening party
0: <laughs> oh you should yeah a little birthday party <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so exciting. Well, I can't wait to hear the other three songs on the EP. Thank you. But for now, let's all have a listen to Seafoam Green. Thanks so much. I have been chatting with Freeds. Woo,
1: thank you very much.
0: Yay.